This episode of 1801 Live was originally recorded during a 12-hour podcast-a-thon streamed live on August 28th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. The Give Black Podcast-a-thon benefited U of SC's One Creed, One Carolina campaign, which supports initiatives that elevate and encourage black students, faculty, and staff. Together, our five hosts and over 20 guests helped raise more than $10,000 for the campaign over 12 hours. Find more information on the podcast-a-thon and the link to donate at www.garnetmedia.org slash giveblack. Okay, now let me figure out technology and admit Tanea, who is going to be our next co-host. Hello. Hey, Hannah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We're 20. I think, like, I just, we couldn't wear another shirt. We couldn't. I mean, of course not. Why would we? Why? Like, just bring it back. We had three of the individuals on the shirt come on the podcast, and and then we had multiple other individuals always bring up AAAS. I know our our previous guest to you, uh, we were, we had Amber Guyton, so I know, I remember her being the speaker at the 50th anniversary and how she was talking about her experiences as president. But before we get into that, um, and before we get into the introduction, how are you? How's the day? How's it? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, you know, starting the last three. So this is the last uh, hurrah. We've raised a lot of money lately, but uh, very, very excited. I don't know if you had the opportunity to tune in a little bit on the podcast. Yeah, I saw a little piece of Aiden's this morning when Aiden was on. Yes, but people have been dropping some knowledge and things that others needed to hear. And so can't wait to continue it. But uh, if you could please just introduce yourself to everyone if they do not already know you already. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, hey, y'all, I'm Tanea Douglas. I am a senior public health major with a minor in medical humanities and culture. Um, and I currently serve as the president of the Association of African American Students. And I'm from Spartanburg, South Carolina. All right, A64 is representing. Okay, so before I get into this, people are asking how can they get these shirts? Do you know if they can still get these? Because I know the background story, and I know Tanea can say probably more details about this, but these, you know, AAAS has annual shirts that come with the membership, and these were the shirts that came with the membership last year. And so I don't know, I don't know if you know, um we actually don't have any more um i remember we had a super super high demand for these last year of course these are the shirts um for those of you who don't know when hannah's talking about the annual shirt that triple a's has those are for paid members um so but obviously before you pay dues you don't know what the shirt is going to look like um so once we got the shirts and everybody loved them um, we had a lot of people that wanted shirts and I remember we were supposed to be doing like a pre-order and like ordering more shirts and then Corona came and everything got discombobulated. Um, so we actually don't have any more shirts. Um, I guess we could still do that pre-order or order more, but I would still wait until after we get our shirts for this year because you guys never know, you might like those better. So um, I don't want to waste our time ordering these shirts and then we're about to drop a new one. So right right okay well and I know this is the year especially being president so we got to talk about it um a lot has gone a lot is going on a lot has going on and I commend you and your leadership 
through it all, taking the high road, but still advocating on behalf of students. But I just want to hear honestly, like how you are and how you, what strategies you've taken in order to lead students during this time while you're also trying to navigate all of this, whatever this is going on yourself. So, um, honestly, that's kind of a hard question, but I'm, honestly, I would just say by listening, like, I think a lot of the times um, as a student leader, it's really hard for us to um, not necessarily sit back and do nothing, but sit back and take time for ourselves because we are going through the same thing that other, other students are going through. And on top of that, having to figure out how to fix something if it's um if there's a problem so i would say um especially on social media like i see a lot of posts and opinions and some of them um are a bit much but um so i would just say listening to how other students feel about the things that are going on um internalizing what they're saying and while working on a solution or trying to figure out what i'm going to do um also listening to myself and how I feel about the situation and making sure that I'm okay in order to proceed with a solution because if you're not okay, then how can you fix it for somebody else? Right. And then going to that, um, I know when I talked with multiple guests about mental health and balance, but how do you balance everything that is on your plate, whether it's leading? I know you had summer classes as well, and you are part of that 2020 revision group. So how do you maintain balance through it all um honestly if anybody knows me they know that I love to sleep so just taking that time that's like me time like around 11 30 12 o'clock I'm probably in the bed like I'm probably acting like an 85 year old grandmother um so just disconnecting at that point um and it's been kind of hard especially coming into the AAAS president role because people are always emailing you and dming the instagram page and asking questions and you want to be there for those people um and answering their questions as soon as they come in but just being disciplined within myself and being like nope this is your time it's 11 30 at night we'll respond to them in the morning um so just taking that time to literally rest my body and my brain like not checking instagram anymore tonight like that's it for the day we're good right. <laughs> so i would say that's how i balance and then so because i go to sleep so early i wake up really really early in the day so just um getting a jump start and everything that i have to do so immediately going ahead and starting on the list of tasks that i have for that day or whatever is how i've been staying really productive and also balancing so you say you wake up early and go to sleep late so what are the time ranges of that like what's early and what's or what's waking up early and what's going to sleep early um i'm honestly probably asleep at 12 o'clock midnight um and i'm probably waking up no later than 7:45. wow and is that yeah. like your body alarm clock mm -hmm. or you just wow yeah i don't even set alarms on my phone because i'm gonna wake up before they go off anyway so i need that because I don't have it. It's a blessing and a curse because I also, for some odd reason, can't take naps. Like, mm -hmm. if the sun is out, I can't go to sleep because, I don't know, it just, I get anxious and it makes me feel like I'm missing something or that I should be doing something other than taking a nap. So if I ever lay down to, like, close my eyes, I'll wake up 10 minutes later and be, like, in a panic. Like, I forgot to do this for AAAS or I forgot to do, turn in this assignment. So I can't take naps, fun fact. Um, Wow. But I do get my rest at night. <laughs> and you know, that's the good thing because 
I can fall asleep anywhere, anytime. But I wonder for you, just out of curiosity, you know how in the winter, in the mornings during that time, it's it's dark. But in mm-hmm. the summer, it's light outside. It's easier. Like, okay, it's time to start my day. Is it does the same compared the same. to even the winter? Really? Mm-hmm. I'm I had 8 a.m. all <laughs> last year. I had 8 a.m. all last year, and including the fall, and it would be dark outside. And I'm like, oh, sorry <laughs> if anyone's hearing this, if administrative. I, I went to class. I went to class. But it was a struggle every day to get up while it's dark and drive while it, the sun is still managing to come up. Right. But if you could talk a little bit about um, your your excitement for this upcoming year, I know that everything looks different, but you guys have been killing it. I'm I'm personally interested in how is AAAS going to run this year. Okay, so as far as excitement, I'm very excited, mostly because I have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful exec board. Um, We had our first exec meeting, what was that, maybe a week ago, a week and a half ago, um, and everybody is just so hardworking and ready to work. So that's really exciting to be surrounded by people that also have the same passion for AAAS that I do. Um, So that's where my excitement is coming from, because I know that they're ready to work hard and they've already been working hard. and as far as how AAAS is going to look, so very different, like you said, um, due to the COVID restrictions, unfortunately, all of our events are going to have to be RSVP only. Now, this hurts a lot because if you, if anybody ever has been to a AAAS event or knows anything about AAAS, you know that we're literally open to everyone. Like, we've always been like that. We've always welcomed people with open arms at all times. So this is very difficult for us to have to tell people, like, sorry, you didn't RSVP, so you can't participate. Um not only myself, but my exec board as well has been having a really hard time with that because that's just not what we're used to as far as um, AAAS. When you think of AAAS, we want people to think of openness and welcome and things of that sort, um, especially for our freshmen who have never got gotten to experience AAAS um, on a larger scale. Um, but we have to keep pushing. We have to keep um, things rolling. So basically, like I said, all of our meetings, events, everything will be RSVP only. So um, I'm not sure. Oh, we talked about the cookout. But um, so that is next Friday. And that was RSVP only. And there will be we had 200 RSVP spots um, available. And essentially that day, how it would look just for a little shameless plug for anybody that's watching. If you guys got an RSVP spot, um, you guys will be split up into groups of 50 to make sure we're abiding by that restriction. And essentially there will be rotations going on. So based on your group of 50, you'll be assigned a group color. We're going to give you guys wristbands to make sure that you're supposed to be where you are um, and everybody's staying in their group of 50 and not wandering off or sneaking in or anything like that. Um, And in those groups and rotations, there'll be different activities and different locations. So Hannah, for instance, you may be in the red group. So your first station may be the food. So you might start in the rest house ballroom with the food and the DJ. Um, You're mingling, you're talking just like normal, except you have to have a mask on unless you're physically eating. Um, And then your next rotation might be Green Street. So we'll also still have music out there and everything, or your rotation might be on the patio or on Davis Field. So that is a lot. And I don't know. And I know for you, it might be like, oh, man, it looks different. But 
from both the student that always loves to come to AAA, yes, cook y'all, AAA, yes, fashion show, and whatever AAAS is doing, and then from a student leader perspective of knowing how hard it was, especially this summer, to just figure out how are we going to continue to do what we do, this, like, this plan couldn't have been executed any better. So kudos to you. And for all students that are out there, I know it sold out, though, with the, um, yeah. so at least we know that students are really wanting to take advantage of any and every opportunity. So it might look a little different. You might have to click a few more buttons in order to attend an event, but they are happening, and it's all because of you and your um, team. So from one student leader slash student that loves AAAS to you, kudos to you, because I know, especially in my role, trying to figure out programming. I, for a long time, I was like, I can't even get over the fact that we can't really meet in person. Like right. this program is known to have hundreds of people and you're saying we can't have hundreds of people. So it was, it took a lot and I know it took a lot, but thankful for you for um, figuring it all out. But I think I have, we have a few more minutes before the next, guest is going to come on so we have the next guest is dr michelle bryan so she's coming on at 4 30 but until then um if you can talk a little bit about i know so many people they have so much pride with their organizations and AAAS was definitely one of the um high ranking ones and the ones that individuals were prideful about but the one pre one carolina campaign in general and the programs that um, it is raising funds for in order to help black students. So can you talk a little bit about the importance of that? I know that the Office of Multicultural Student Affairs is one of the programs that are benefiting or that is benefiting from this program and that umbrella or AAAS falls under that umbrella. So if you can talk a little bit about that. Right. Um, I definitely agree. Honestly, um, coming to USC um, as a an African-American student, I don't know where I would be with out OMSA um, if I didn't have OMSA and the um, staff that works there, Shauna, Shay, um, Charles, before he left. Um, I don't know where I'll be. I don't know where AAAS would be. I don't know if I'll be president right now. It's just a lot up in the air because that's how influential they were in my college experience. Um, and I definitely think that funding them more would only increase and expand that effect that they have on students, um, obviously with a lack of funding or not as much funding, there's a limit to the things that they can do and the number of people that they could reach. But um, with programs like this, we can raise money so that they can expand everything. Um, and I know like I'm also a MAP mentor. So I know that we always put a cap on how many mentors and mentees we can take for each year, but who knows, like maybe in the near future, they might be able to increase that number. And I know that something, that program was also something that was influential to me when I first got to campus. Yes. And then I know someone else mentioned uh, the Multicultural Assistance Peer Program, but if you can talk a little bit more about that and how that is also working during um, this semester. Okay, yeah. So um, my freshman year, I was a MAP mentee. Um, it was great. I had a great mentor. Um, she was very sweet and very helpful. Whenever I had questions or was lost on campus, didn't know where to go, she was always able to answer the phone for me and guide me to my class. Um, 
And so I knew that as soon as that experience was over, I knew that I wanted to continue to give back to that program, um, everything that I had gotten out of it and some. So I applied to be a mentor and um, was selected to be a mentor and have been selected to be a mentor up until now. So this is my third year being a mentor um, and getting mentees. So that's really exciting. Um, so basically I have three mentees and I've gotten three mentees every year since, I, since I've become a mentor. Um, and as far as how we're working with the COVID restrictions, basically they've split up the mentors and mentees to once again meet that um, capacity of 50 people or less. And the meetings that we have that are in person um, are by group. So the first group of 50 will go to one meeting and everybody else will watch virtually. And then that next group, um, so the first group that went the next meeting, they'll watch virtually and another group will go in person. And so to rotate like that until everybody has been to at least one um, in-person meeting. Um, but we're still expected, of course, to participate and watch it virtually if we can, um, even on those weeks that we're off. So I'm pretty sure that I'm in the first group. So our first meeting is next Tuesday um, at seven. And so the rest of the meetings this semester, I'll have to participate in virtually, unfortunately. But um, that still gives us more time to maybe bond with our mentees in some way, or maybe we'll meet up with our mentees and watch the meeting together or something like that. So. That's cool. And I know you talked about mentorship and you've definitely taken charge of making sure that if you are not the mentee at the moment, then you are mentoring others throughout your years. But I also know that you are um, a summer senior. And so now you're seeing a lot of the individuals that you played a mentor role in their lives. They're now at the university. But how is it seeing them? How is it being a part of a program that values mentorship and what is the importance of mentorship in your eyes? Honestly, I think seeing them on campus and enjoying campus is like the greatest thing ever. It's so cute. It's so sweet. They love it here. Um, and just seeing them grow because we've seen them since before they started their senior year of high school and we're seeing them now become freshmen in college and it's just amazing to see the amount of growth that they have within that small time period um, and to be able to watch them throughout their college experience and um, participate in a mentorship role to them with their MAP mentor or not is just the cutest thing ever. And actually, I got one of my summer seniors kids as my MAP mentee. And I thought that was so funny because we have no part in like who our mentees are. And it just so happens that I got paired with one of the kids that I had in my group as summer senior. So it was, it's really cute. Um, but honestly, the summer senior kids are a mess. I know they came on last time you did the podcast <laughs> and they love it so far. Um, and it's always a little bit of pressure for the summer seniors counselors, whether you serve as a MAP mentor or not, because you're like, okay, I vouch for this university and the experience that they're going to have. And when they finally get here, you're like, okay, I really hope they like it. I really hope they have a good time. I really hope they get involved because that's the stuff that we enjoy. So it's like, I really want them to get involved in everything and do everything so they can get the same things out of it that I did. Um, so it's a little bit of pressure, but it's really fun and it's really nice to see them um, enjoying some of the same stuff that we did as freshmen. Yeah, I know that uh, some of them, I believe the first application we had for freshman council within student government came from an individual who was in summer seniors. And so that also gave me hope Stay tuned, everyone, for a diverse freshman council, not just from AAAS, but also from student government. Um, so 
very excited for that to be happening. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about not this is now casual, not the professional, but the real Panea of how has classes been going? How have you tried to get a schedule going without the semester? I know if you're anything like me, I still have not gotten a firm schedule yet. It's just like I look and it's a new day and I just go about the day. I want to see how it is for you. Honestly, it's been very, very difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and that's a lot coming from me because I always pride myself on how organized I am and how disciplined I can be um, as far as it comes to academics. But this has just been different. Like this has just been the hardest thing to um, acclimate myself to and like getting in a routine, getting in a schedule. Um, so my, all of my classes are basically being held online, but two of them are synchronous. So I do have to get up every morning um, around... 8.30 um, to participate in a class. But then after that, it's just like nothing. So like I don't have to do anything else for my day. So as long as I don't have like a meeting or um, a Zoom call or something to do for AAAS, it's just like, what am I supposed to do with myself? Like I have all this work that I have to do, but I haven't like split it up to be, to work, I guess. So I've just been kind of winging it right now. And I do not recommend because it's like, <laughs> 37 tabs in my head I, I retweeted a tweet on Twitter that was like I feel like I have 37 open tabs in my brain and that's exactly what I feel like <laughs> Re me too me too and I, it's crazy because many people don't know but unlike you and I know Raylan also very organized and so there's organized students and then me people are surprised but I am not organized and so for the longest up until becoming vice president I Please, you guys, do not hold this against me. I use my reminders in my phone for everything. So if someone told me something, I'm like, okay, no problem. Put it as a reminder. So I would just have tens and tens of reminders. I'm talking about homework, if I have an appointment, if I have a meeting, and it's all just cluttered. And I'm, and I remember Raylan saw it at one point. She was like, Hannah, what? How do you? And it's not, and sometimes I don't even put a time. I'm just like, I just need to write it down and I'll remember the time. Like, don't worry, my brain got it. But ever since being in this position, mm, and see, I can't. I can't do the phone reminders. Like I have to write it down physically or really? it, it doesn't exist. Like in my brain, it's not real unless it's on paper. Like if it's not in my planner, it's not happening. Like I'm not gonna get done. <laughs> I can't show up because what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> once the there. dates are solidified, the dates and times have to be solidified in my planner, or I, I just can't. Like, I can't fathom the fact that something is happening that isn't in my planner. Like, I have to. And have not even like Google Calendar or Outlook Calendar. Like, you have to write it down. Oh, wow. So maybe I'm really 85 years old. But I cannot, like, it's not that it's like too hard to work or too difficult to work. I just know that I'm not going to check it. So, yeah. and, and you know, like the Google calendar automatically sends you, if you have like a Zoom call or something scheduled, it'll send it to you 15 minutes in advance. Okay, 15 minutes is not enough time for me. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> if I didn't have it written down and was ready for it, that little Google calendar reminder is not going, it's not going to help. So uh, you get a different me in 15 minutes like the 15 minutes is not it's not um, it doesn't do it for me I, I can't <laughs> I can't with it so I have to have it in my planner like and I take my planner everywhere I have to have it with me just in case I need to flip 
to another one and see what's going on. Like I have to have it on paper. Is it just something about writing it down? Is it like a certain plan? I know the university gives out plans at the beginning of the year. Is it like a certain type, like just your holy grail? That's what I need to do. No, not necessarily, but I just think just the act of me writing it down is confirming that, okay, this is something I plan to go to. It's at this time, there are no time conflicts. I don't have to send an email and say that I can't make it. Like, this is happening, and I'll be there. So I guess, like, kind of of like an RSVP, but to myself. Like, (laughs) this is something you're committed to. You're going to be there, and that's just that. (laughs) RSVP? Where? RSVP myself, but no, I'll be there. (laughs) But I know that you mentioned that you are or you are a senior. So and I know I sometimes don't like this question. So sorry if you're not going to like me after I ask this question. But do you have any ideas on what's next or what you imagine um, doing after college? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't mind. I think it's a little bit different for like for some STEM majors because a lot of our options are really cut and dry like right. <laughs> as far as prereqs and stuff go you know you have to know what you're going to do or anyway so um <laughs> after graduation I plan on attending somebody's graduate school which one I'm not sure um whether that be a master's program in public health or um if I can fingers crossed hopefully go straight into um a grad program for physician assistant that would be great my application will be submitted within the next two weeks, so All right. that stuff works out. But yeah, that's the plan. But I'm going to somebody's school. I'm gonna still be taking classes somewhere. <laughs> and you know what? All you have to do is have a plan, and it will get done. I know. I was talking with a bunch of guests earlier about planning too much and trying to figure out, or you comparing to other people. It's like I see individuals and they're here and I'm here and how do I get there and basically more the story that by side God is that it's going to get done so you being you and I'm talking to myself too because I always start like I'm like what am I going to do or is it going to work out like I know that I'm trying to advocate for change and I'm involved but really like this this is and it's crazy to think that I don't know if I'm the only one to think there's two different dynamics of college versus like reality because it is in some ways, but also it's not. But I'm like, yes, uh, student leader at the university, but also how does it transform into a career and professional career? But as the older I get, the more I see the correlation of it's the exact same skills. And so, right. Most definitely. For sure. Well, are you having, I know that the, uh, City of Columbia. I don't know if you've been to the art museum, but they have oh, like no, a, they have an exhibit. It's like a a black exhibit, and so I know uh, Crystal went just a few days ago, and then uh, Dr. Julian Williams was talking about going on Sunday. But definitely excited to go to that. And I was wondering if you went before. No, I haven't, but I would love to. Like, I, I do I do think I remember um, seeing that Crystal went. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I know we talked about um, AAAS and, like, planning. So the AAAS cookout, but I don't know if you've gotten this far because I definitely understand if you haven't. But I know um, the fashion show, I don't know if that's, like, a – I've heard of – I just want to hear your thoughts about fashion show, if you have thought about it. Um. It it has been a thought. Uh, 
unfortunately technically we haven't released this to the public yet but um unfortunately we will not be able to have a fashion show this year um it's just finding space to fit as many people that want to come um and still be safe and social distance was just not um available especially on campus mm -hmm. none of the spaces that we have could accommodate what we were trying to do um, and then when you bring in maybe doing something off campus, now we have to charge students to come and that's just not what AAAS is about or that's just not how things have been done in the past. And of course, some things are a little give and take. So something can maybe cook out something, spice it up a little bit and still make it work. But the fashion show, unfortunately, was not one of those things that we were willing to um, deter from the vision because you you've been to a triple s fashion show you that's know my like, favorite it's my favorite yeah, event I'm, I'm very hurt that i will not be having a senior fashion show um but we we can't we can't we're making it <laughs> it's, just not, it's just not in the books this year but well, i'm looking forward to maybe getting back to normal next year and having one and maybe coming back as an alumni to see it because that was definitely one top tier event. I loved it. Top tier. And I I don't know what I expected, but I, I remember freshman year, like my first initial thought, I thought I was in New York City Fashion Week. Like <laughs> I was, I just was overwhelmed. I was not prepared. And even the fit, like, I mean, I, I dressed up, but I just was not to par. Like I walked in and I said, <laughs> I need to go back reevaluate and come back in but yeah that was that's probably my favorite uh triple a s event every year but i know on every everyone says this but once we get past pandemic the programming the event the the participation and attendance is going to be out of the roof through the roof, <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> you're gonna have to get there two hours in advance in order to make it